everybody and welcome to the bonus podcast for episode 427 of Conversation Street and we are doing our listener questions segment this week. It's, it feels like these are getting further and further apart, our listener questions. I do enjoy responding to these, but it feels like other things just keep cropping up, doesn't it? Yes. Yes, Gemma, I, I don't know whether you made What it. do you want me to say? Say no, it feels like exactly the same amount of time too many each of time. Them. Too many of them. Stop asking us questions, listeners. Just shut up and listen. <laughs> no, love it really. Um, if you want to um, ask us some questions then... Um, you can send them to our Facebook group or email or Twitter or whatever and we'll add them to the, the list. In fact, I think we're running a bit low on list of questions at the moment, so maybe um, in time before we do the next lot, we'll ask for a, a fresh batch of submissions. But um, we're going to start off today with something that's quite timely, yet was sent to us back in January, which was, I don't suspicious. know... Suspicious. A little prophetic or suspicious or something. This is from Jodie, who wanted to know if six characters got quarantined together with the proviso of no couples or family members, but ones that normally didn't interact a great deal with each other, who would we have? Now, I, as you say, this is suspicious, because back in January, the, the coronavirus was a thing, yeah. but only a little thing. It was merely an irritant to me, because it kept cropping up when I was trying to do hashtags on Twitter for Coronation Street. Yeah. Um, but it definitely was a thing. It yeah. was a thing in December. And, and, then we, and then we went through a period where we weren't really talking about it on the podcast, so we couldn't have had this yeah, as a bonus yeah. section anyway. But now it's all fine. Well, um, finer. Right. On our way out. But um, we feel... I think look, they were right to talk about Cory okay, characters in quarantine. So are we taking this to be COVID-19 quarantines or have we invented some kind of... Like, they've all gone on a space mission together? Oh, I don't know. I... I've, I've, I didn't even think about that. I just assumed, you know, COVID-19 uh, quarantine because so, that's, that's the world we're living in at the so moment. Although whether Coronation Street itself has managed to avoid this, uh, I don't know. How would you end up engineering a quarantine situation with the six characters that you have chosen? Because in real life, you wouldn't quarantine with people that you didn't hang around with unless something very odd happened, like you were all in the Antarctic together and couldn't leave. Gosh, I don't. I really don't know. You didn't. You didn't put any thought to the scenario, did you? No. I mean, usually Coronation Street is quite good itself of just engineering weird reasons for certain characters to be together if they need to be. Perhaps there was some kind of strange event that led to them all going on holiday together in Cornwall. Well, maybe yeah, because uh, as cottage. as Jodie said, we did have to choose characters that wouldn't normally interact with each other. So, yeah. well, maybe for. I mean, I've got I've got loads of answers for this. I've I've come up with like. Because Five, six, seven suggestions or so. Maybe they can just all be in a little, um, a little. Um, what? Uh, I can't remember the convention for whatever the topic is that I've chosen to get these characters together through. Because in real life, we know some people have been quarantined in uh, situations they weren't particularly intending to, or yes. like going home to parents, or like for example, my friend, her aunt was visiting and then had, from Reading and had to stay at their house. Yeah. For like three months or something. <laughs> so we're just going to pretend that it makes sense. For whatever reason, yeah. these characters. Have, have you got many? I've got, lo- I've got loads because I, I did a special weird grid. You did a grid? Yeah. I, I thought I was uh, advanced with my, with my list of, of groups of six. But um, okay, well, I'll, I'll let you go first then. Well, okay, so what I did, what I 
what I decided to do. I've just had a glimpse of Gemma's list. This is this looks official, everybody. Is I thought, what wouldn't it be funny <laughs> if it, they were selected by personality types? So that's really the theme of what I've done. Ah, interesting. So, so that's not what I've done. I ju- all I did was I thought of six different personality types. Yeah. And then I thought of characters that I thought fit those personality types. And as I was scrolling through the ITV Cory cast list, I just, as soon as I came across somebody who fit one of the categories, I put them in. So this is kind right? of... So it's sort of random. It's like the anti-Big Brother, where they purposely put people in a house together who are Don't. not the same personality types. No, no, no. No, no, no. This, this, is, this is also um, designed to possibly be quite um, explosive. Okay. Oh, go right? on. Let's hear, let's hear one then. And, and I hope that it, they end up being people that don't normally interact with each other because like I said this is literally random I just went through so I've got the, the six categories I've done are a fun one mm. an annoying one <laughs> a how, ni- how on earth did you find any a nice one a boring one that's going to be controversial a grouchy one and a funny one okay so this is I think sounding that would be interesting to, to, to watch okay so for example the nice one i just went through and i just kept going until i found a nice one put it down oh there's an annoying one put that next so mm. so it's random so my first batch then and i haven't even seen these this is random <laughs> is abby is the fun one yeah Gemma is the annoying one aggie is the nice one gail is the boring one. Oh, gail evelyn as the grouchy one yeah and Emma as the funny one. And as you can tell, they're all quite high up in the alphabet. <laughs> see, but that's, nice all, that's, an all nice, that's a nice female mix there, don't you think? I might need to see some of these written down. Can I yeah. Can I have a sneaky look at you? Um, where am I looking? The top. I'm off the top row over here. Yeah, that, that works. I mean, I it's, think, it's a, a mixture um, so of ages. Also, I feel maybe a bit older, heavy, it's not like It's not like this is going to be like a survival situation where we need to rely on Abby's mechanical... And, and saviour uh, No, they're just stuck and... in a house together, aren't they? I don't know what Gemma could bring to the mix in this one. Well, she's just there to antagonise, same, same as the grouchy one. I think um, Aggie would also be a bit annoying if you were in quarantine because she'd be cooking weird stuff all the time. Yeah, Evelyn would t- tell her would... exactly what she thought. I'm just having a look down the list here and I don't know anybody other than, or who's more qualified than Aggie to cook in that group, yet she's not. I mean, any good at it? No. She must, she'd say, "Don't worry, I'm a cook. I'll do it." And then everyone'd yeah. be a bit too polite to turn it. Although Evelyn probably wouldn't be. Evelyn too bad. wouldn't. Evelyn it would be quite funny well. because Gail and Emma wouldn't say anything. Yeah. And they would just try to eat it, and then um, Gemma would probably think it was brilliant because mm. she's an idiot, and Abby would um, just say, "It's you know, it's looks like it's coming out, but it's going in." Okay. But but then Evelyn would just eat it. Okay. Right, so that's your first bunch, is it? Your quarantine bunch. So I've gone completely different, and I've gone groups of characters that I think... Um, well, no, I'll, I'll, you'll see as I go along. So I think what I would like to see as a viewer, if they were going to have, you know, curry quarantine episodes like they've had in Emmerdale, where they've had these two handers or whatever, let's say they've got six handers, who would I like to see interacting together? First, my first desire would be side characters, characters that we don't usually get to see very much at all of in Coronation Street, just to see what they would be getting up to. And because these would be so character-heavy driven episodes that they'd be in, we might be able to, you know, dig under the surface about what makes some of these tick. So I'm thinking in my, in my first, in this six, I've got Moira, Gaddas, Dirk, Tommy Orpington, DS McKinnon and Alex 
that just is a to really round things good, up. That is a really good um, selection. Yeah. I mean, Moira would be, I suppose it's going by your criteria, would be the, the irritant in there. Um, I, I think... Dr. Th- Gaddis would get sick of people asking her questions like... Oh, does the can I am I allowed to touch that or do we need to wipe this down or or uh, can I catch it if I lick a toad or I think I think McKinnon there would just she it wouldn't take her too long to be completely um, peed off by everybody else that's that's trapped in there with her. Mm. But if they were, I mean, sometimes when you get trapped in a house with six people, if this is a slightly different genre, it turns into a murder mystery. I don't know whether she'd be particularly any good at solving Which that one's crime. That? DS McKinnon. You know, DS, not not Fringe McBang's current DS, DS McKinnon, who was interviewed on the podcast, Sandra Huggett, DS McKinnon. Oh, the good, yeah. The anti-feeling. Yeah, yeah, I like her. Yeah, she's awesome, but she just wasn't particularly very good at catching criminals. But, I, yeah, I, I, we, we, know, we know so little about Moira. I, f- I feel I know her, and I don't think I could really bear to be trapped in a house with her which is why I think that she might be quite good in this mix but I feel that by putting her in this sort of situation we might get to learn about her more I do feel sorry for probably Tommy Orkington in this situation though because she'd have her claws right into him as I the, think as Alex would also be asking him lots of football questions as well yeah yeah definitely and and, and Dirk there is an extra one I thought well, why not it, sure, if, he's tra- if there's only six characters in the episode surely they've got to make Dirk talk during that. Do you think that by the end they What's might like? sort of What's grow biscuit? to love one another and, and really sort of spill their heartfelt secrets? Yeah, they could be the next, you know, the next gang. The next... Well, as opposed to what gang we have now? You know, you've got your young ones, you've got your lads at the So these pub, would be the side pieces? You've got your, yeah, they, they could be the, the, new, the new Gail and Susie. The new... Right. I think I'm just fantastic. Thinking. Maybe. So, yeah, side characters I would love to see in quarantine. And, then, and if it works, they can have their own spin-off and they can say, screw you, Coronation Street, we're out of here. We're, we're permanently going to be, like... Who's that guy? Is it the, the one that was the aeroplane guy, the tycoon that got scared of germs. They could just quarantine themselves forever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because they're scared of catching germs. Yeah, well, they've, they've, got, they've got Dr Gaddas there for any, any medical needs that they have. They've got everything They've got Gaddis there for medicine. They've got Alex there for food. Yeah. They've got McKinnon there for, you know, solving out any issues well, poli- there are. policing, literally. Poli- yeah. Uh, Tommy O there for entertainment and tossing. Yeah, he can do headers. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't really know what Moira would contribute. She can organise things in lists. The, the goss. And, and, and see what... And Dirk's there for... No, they've got any boxes that need packing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of a, it's an unbeatable team, isn't it? Okay, so that that's what I would actually love to see as a viewer. Right. Give me your second lot. Here's my second random selection. Jenny. <gasps> Kirk. Mm. Well, Jenny Jenny's the fun one. Yes. Kirk is the annoying one because now I'm I'm at the stage now where I've, I just find him annoying. Um Alina is the nice one. Oh yeah, sometimes sometimes not. Well, she used to be. Mm. Oh, here's a controversial one. Leanne is the boring one. Because, mm. I mean, what has she done recently that's interesting, apart from have a kid with a fatal <laughs> illness? Harsh, but she, she, she has been more, more... No, she has been less boring in the past. Grouchy one, Gary. Yeah. And the funny one is Mary. So you've got Jenny, Kirk, Alina, Leanne, Gary and Mary. <laughs> OK. Do you think that they'd, they'd be worth, worth watching together? Um... I think so. I think Jenny, Jenny would get incredibly fed up with Kirk and Alina. 
Because I think no. Gary would just kind of... I think Gary would quarantine himself. I'm not sure whether Jenny would, because she and Kirk did used to be workmates, didn't they, back in the factory? And I think she's kind of... I think they might be mates. I think she might have grown used to his sense of humour. Yeah, I think... Um, I don't know who I feel sorry for most out of this lot. I think Leanne, probably. Mm. I don't think she'd really like hanging around... Because a lot of these people have got quite... I mean, Mary, Gary and Jenny have all got really big personalities. Well, so does Kirk. Yeah. I think I think Leanne doesn't really work with groups of characters like this because she's more of one of these kind of subtle emotional characters who who really just react to situations rather than having a sort of a well she does have a very set personality but that's not the point of her character mm. is it mm. it's just um whereas these these people are more like caricatures so it'd be quite funny to see how they would get on I think Mary would drive everyone mad yeah, I don't I'd, know whether this I'd pity would... anyone who's locked in a house with Mary for you know any longer than twelve hours. I mean, we all remember when Norris was trapped in that house with her back whenever it was ten, twelve years ago. He almost um, drove himself insane then. So Jenny and Mary might rub the wrong, rub each other up the wrong way. Maybe I think this would be an interesting experiment to see whether they this group of people would turn Gary more or less evil than he is now. <laughs> would it end up? With everybody being dead apart from Gary by the time we let them yeah, all out the, of the bunker. Yeah, that's the murder mystery there. I think it might be right. <laughs> okay, my second list is similar to the first, which is my side characters. This is main characters that are just not very, not really used very much at the moment. And, and I think that by putting them in their little house, quarantining them together, getting them as a bit of a six-hander, we might get to find out more about them. So I've got Izzy, Johnny, Craig, Sean, Mary and, and Ruby I've just oh, put in nice. there just for the, for the lols. All, all of these being characters that haven't appeared much recently. I mean, Izzy, I don't know when the last time she had a story was. Johnny has been really sidelined for almost like, you know, so yeah, a year and a half, two years or France so. So I take it they're all in France with Johnny. <laughs> yeah, this can be French quarantine if you like. Why not? We've got, we got another copper in there for, for Craig. we got Sean for the gossip, Mary to keep things fun. Um, I don't think I'd like, I would be in, as interested to see this as the side characters who I am... Um, actually quite fascinated about what some of those are actually like where I, I could do with you know I, I could live without finding more about Izzy for example but um yeah I just think I just think given given some characters I'm just thinking about the character development that these situations would yeah g- give rise to fair thing I mean no one's gonna say no to more Ruby surely I don't know that they're really there's nothing about any of these characters that's going to entice the other ones to come out of their shell I don't think mm. I mean Craig Craig is probably going to be the glue that holds everybody together yeah. and obviously Mary's going to be the dem mother um, mm. but yeah okay. interesting Inter- I like that idea okay thank you yeah. thank you next right here's your mix okay your so we've mix. got um, Liz is the fun one Brian is the annoying one Craig is the nice one Rita is the boring one <laughs> Oh my gosh. She is boring. The sacrilegious. Nick is the grouchy one and Michael is the funny one. <laughs> so you've got Liz, Brian, Craig, Rita, Nick and Michael. Now, I think this could be quite interesting. Um Nick and Michael obviously work together, so um I don't but I don't think they have for very long, so I think we can still get away with it. That that still fits the um, uh, the criteria for this. See, it's difficult, isn't it? The cuz it the, the main question is how would these characters interact if they if they were if they were stuck together um 
I think, I mean, you've got Brian down as the boring one, uh, sorry, as the annoying one there, but I think that he might turn into the boring one. If he's trapped in, in a house with someone, I, I can imagine him just ranting on, telling his boring stories, and everybody would just get a bit fed up with him. Rita, I know, but... would just, would, she'd be singing by the time the first, the, the first night's through, wouldn't she? She'd be on the gin. She'd turn into the entertaining one, I think. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason to say that the, the categories couldn't change. Okay, so as, this could be an opportunity for a bit of character might, um, might, changing. Might Nick come out of his shell a bit and stop being so grouchy? Maybe. Because he loves Rita singing, and yeah. he didn't, he sort of develops a newfound love for the classics of the World War Two era. Yeah, um, you, you never know. Michael, I mean, we don't know a lot about him at Michael, the moment. Michael had have Liz in bed. He, I, he I think this might woman, be the making he? of him, actually, because it might get him over Grace. Mm. I think Liz wouldn't like to help him with that. I, I, she, <laughs> I don't think she's ever said no to anyone in her life. <laughs> so you think that Rita's a bit too old for Michael, do you? Yeah, I think maybe. She just, she's a game old bird, though. She she might maybe. let him have a crack. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. See, I think in this we might see a bit of a... A, a, a red non-red divide because Liz used to be a bit more of a redhead in, in her youth and then we've got Rita and Craig they might they might stand up make against make a coalition yeah against Brian, Nick and Michael I mean yeah. this is the first time they've ever been it's not quite the majority but a 50-50 split oh it's a paradise for gingers yeah they might you know it might steal them up it might, might... They might it might be like that experiment that lady did where she did blue eyes and brown eyes and that that teacher about racism, where she said, oh, oh yeah. the blue eyes are the superior ones and the yeah. brown eyes are inferior. Yeah, yeah, so we might uh, might see a bit of a social engineering going yeah. on. Okay, that would work. <laughs> that would work. I would watch that. Um, my next my next category is my hapless idiots, because I I might find this entertaining just to, to see... How stupid how, they can yeah, get. What, what's, what silly um, capers they get up to trapped in the house. So I've got... Um, I've probably got some of the ones that are on your list. I've got Kirk, Brian, Steve, Dev... Gemma and Emma. Actually, this seems like my... This is my favourite category. So this... I mean, quite often in Big Brother, you'll get you... You put a load of idiots together or, or they congregate together. Yeah, they do seem to... It's birds of a feather, isn't it? Yeah. I, I just want to see, you know, how long they'd last because I don't know whether any of these could even boil an egg. Kirk, Brian, Steve, Dev, Emma and Gemma. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do love Emma, obviously. Oh, oh yeah, some is, of these just here. because you're a hapless idiot doesn't mean you're unlikable. I think if you're quarantined together, you need to have a bit of common sense. Or at least there needs to be, at least, yeah, somebody with common sense. At least one person sense. who's got their head screwed on right. I suppose Brian has in a way. He's Maybe he's not so much of an idiot. He's Brian just... and Dev would be the two who are more likely to emerge as leaders in this. Yeah, definitely. There might be a bit of um, a bit of headbutting, actually, between Brian Steve and Dev as to who gets to be top dog. Yeah. And they might have to then agree in their hapless idiot kind of way that each of them gets to be in charge of a particular thing. Like Brian might be in charge of the quarantine garden mm. and Dev might be in charge of supplies or something. And Steve's just, I don't know, what would Steve be in charge of? Uh, I don't know, what's he good at? Everything else. I don't know. You can't, if he's stuck in quarantine, he can't use his uh, driving skills. No, there's they? no transport Sadly. needed. No, no. I don't know, I don't know what, um, what Kirk could offer. Words of wisdom. And to, I mean, if, I suppose if he's got his guitar there with him, 
can, yeah, you can give you can them a good sing old them sing. songs, and, and Emma would love it. Yeah, she she she's yeah, Gemma would just be happy to be away from the children. Yeah, but thank goodness, I Jess could look after them for a bit. Alan's is quarantined going on for I longer, quarantined please. away from my babies. <laughs> I miss them dreadfully. Now I don't need to. Don't bother to say. I think I think with the other two categories that I've had so far, I would actually quite like to watch that. But I think with this, I'd watch it and go, "Oh, that was a bit of a an annoying episode, really. <laughs> a bit too much forced humour." Oh, okay. Yeah, there would be lots of comedy misunderstandings. Perhaps they would use the wrong word for something mm. yeah yeah I don't know they might all die yeah do you want to, do you want to give me your next lot I can imagine them all dying um, right the next lot uh, fun one I've put Tracy because she can be a laugh can't she <laughs> um, annoying one I've put Izzy sorry Izzy nice one is Toya yeah I was, I was thinking that Toya might appear on your nice list yeah boring one is Seb because he's just boring now isn't he uh, yeah he's, yeah. he's grouchy one more interesting. I've got David and the funny one is Moira. So I've got Trace. I, I like the sound of this. This has just turned into a Big Brother question in my head now. It has, isn't it? Goodbye, COVID. Yeah. Uh, Tracy, Izzy, Toya, Seb, David and Moira. That is a good mix. That, I mean, I'd, I'd obviously vote Izzy out first or... No, we're not doing Big Brother. No, okay. I'd, um, <laughs> but yeah, I keep thinking about I'd it. I'd get her to go and test the, um, the radiation levels outside first. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think if it was Big Brother, I think that... I think that the last two left would be... I think Toya would make it quite far because everyone would like her and they wouldn't nominate well, her. Well, the, the, the quiet, Tracy, nice ones can, can get quite far in Big Brother, can't yeah, they? Yeah, I think Toya might be... Um, I think she might be one of these controversial winners that everyone complains is boring, like that Rachel girl. Yeah, but she also might wind up the, the housemates by wanting to just do vegetarian food. Yeah, that would be that would be a controversial thing. But she would be good at getting people to talk about their feelings. Yeah. And uh, anyway, we're not talking about Big Brother. So um, I don't think Tracy and Izzy would get on very well because although Izzy can be quite um, she, a bit dull, she's definitely got a fiery personality. She can be really and, blunt and rude. Yeah, yeah. And I think that she would be not very nice to Izzy. And so can Moira. Izzy, Izzy, Tracy and Moira, I think, oh, do would you think, spark off each other. See, Moira and really Tracy, they never ever have anything to do with each other, do they? Do you th- they, they could get on like a house on fire and just gossip about people in the corner or they could really butt heads. Yeah, I think so. Um, Seb, you know, he's on there because he's boring, so I just imagine him just being boring. Yeah, but he, he, as the, one of only two guys in the yeah. house, he'd kind of be drawn into David's um, little circle and I don't know how they get on I think David would quite like Seb to be a minion I think Seb's, Seb's definitely a minion boy isn't he because well he, he was he was Pat's, Pat's minion for a bit yeah and uh, David's got that evil streak so yeah, yeah. I think that Seb would kind of gravitate towards him and sort of do his bidding I could imagine David teaming up with Tracy you know just to become the the evil king and queen of the house yeah because yeah I think I think I think Toya would spend the entire time just mediating arguments between this group of people. That yeah, it's nice to have a counselor in a, in a yeah. situation like this. Yeah, you're right. Okay, my I can imagine though. I can just imagine her just one day asking Seb how he is, and then an avalanche of his personal problems and his uh, terrible upbringing and all the, <laughs> all of his uh, emotional baggage just all spilling out, and then having to extend quarantine for a month so that he can talk it through. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, with Toya, and, David. Toya and Moira used to be um, workmates yeah, as well, did. didn't they? So you got a, you got a link there. Okay, um, Love Island is my next um, my next category. So oh, I've what, got the sexy times. Yeah, I've got three guys. Three girls, but they're all single at the moment. Well, one of them may be less so. 
um, who's going to team up with who. So I've got, on the, on the male side, I've got Craig, Daniel, who's yeah, maybe, maybe not, and Seb. Maybe, maybe not what? Is he is Nikki? No, Nikki. They're not necessarily oh. officially an item. And then Nina, Emma and Moira. So you're going for a heterosexual love island. I am, but I mean, there's nothing, yeah. there's nothing stopping any of the others teaming up, should they wish. Yeah, we don't know should about they... Nina yet, do we? But we assume these are all yeah. straight characters until the offer you, you never know. I mean, it could be that Moira just tries to get Craig, Daniel and Seb and it means that Nina and Emma have got no option what? but to get All together. At once. Yeah. Okay. She's a she's a money to that Moira, isn't well, she? Well, she's she got nothing else to do. Yeah. I I would say maybe in this I can see Craig and Nina pairing up. So why did you pick these people? Cuz they're single. Yeah, I just I just went for okay. the singleton characters, which there aren't there are few feel and far between actually. Very sorry for Craig in this because Moira, if she decided to go after him, that would be it. Mm. But you see, if I was to pair them off, I think that Craig and Nina would be would I be think a good Craig, couple. I think Craig and Nina as the two nicies would yeah. get together, and then um, here we got Seb, Seb and Emma. Have they? Is Seb and Emma? Are they? What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, Seb and Emma. They they know. They're, they're, they're dating. They're dated. Yeah, they, they have, haven't they? I was <laughs> just thinking, have they had anything to do with each other? Yes, yes we're in the middle they of have. that. Don't so worry. you, you've, you've got leaves... against one of the rules there. No. Yeah, because they don't normally have anything to do with each other. They live with each other. Fine. Okay. Daniel I apologise. I mean, and then yeah, look, Daniel and Moira because because Daniel likes an older woman, so that would all work out just fine. Without without Alina in there, there's no barrier between what? Seb and Emma. Yeah. Um. Hmm. No? No, I'm just thinking about who would go with who. Oh, I think... Craig, Craig and Nina. Yeah. Daniel. Daniel and Moira. Seven See, and da- I think Daniel and Emma would go. No, she's, she's too stupid for she's him. Like, she's like, like Sinead. Oh, yeah, she's dippy like Sinead. I mean... I d- can't see Seven Moira having very much in common, though. No, I know, that would that's, be the that's wild card. Left. But, but um, Daniel and Emma would get on really well. Mm-hmm. But it'd be, uh, it could be interesting to watch, just seeing, uh, oh, who's going to pair it with who? I'm just kind of thinking as a, from a viewer's perspective, possibly. I like that idea. Good okay. idea. Anything else? Have you got, how many more have you got? Uh, I've got two more. Okay, do another one. I've just got some randoms that I like, characters that I'd love to see together. Jenny, Abby, Moira, Emma, Evelyn, Tracy. All just girls. some of my favourites all getting together and, I think and making an episode with just those six people, please, Cory. I think these people would work really well. They're all really strong personalities. They're all quite fun as well and funny. They're oh, yeah, but characters. sometimes if they're two strong personalities, it might mean a clash and yeah, I know, but about be who's going to be watch. top dog. Yeah. Yes. This, that would be another really interesting group to watch if they all stuck together. Okay. Okay. Who's, who's your last group of six? Okay. The fun one, I've got Yasmin because she's not fun at the moment, but she used to be fun. She has been Jeff fun. Came. Annoying one. I've got Sean. <laughs> oh, uh, I think well, many people would agree exactly. with you Exactly. Nice one. I've got Paul. Because oh. he's all right as long as you're not a paedophile. Most people don't like paedophiles, you so haven't, you can't Just hold checking it you haven't put any in this list. No, you're fine. No. Sophie is the boring one. Because mm. she's boring. And grouchy one, I've put Beth. Oh. Yeah. And um, then funny one, I've got Ruby. <laughs> it's funny how both of us had Ruby in one of our yeah, quarantine lists. We've got quite a lot of similar ones, actually. And now Beth and Paul, 
have a, obviously have a bit of a link there and so Beth, Beth and, I mean there's quite a lot of links in this one the thing is with, with Jodie's question characters no no couples no family members or anything flipping everyone's is relating to everyone in Coronation Street if you look carefully enough isn't it the, the family tree has, has the roots stretch wide it's all interlinked and incestuous yeah um, now interestingly as well of these characters three of them are gay just randomly oh yeah Sean, Paul and Sophie yeah, it's now, because they've got at the end of the alphabet. <laughs> <That's> the beginning <laughs> of their names. So the, Sh- Sh- Sean and Paul had a bit of a falling out at one point, didn't they? Yeah, I think, these, um, there's a Sean lot of links. Sean didn't like Paul moving in on Billy or yeah. something like that. Um, this would be like the gay pride um, quarantine because Yasmin, we know, is a, is a great supporter of gay rights because she was telling Rana that it's okay to. Um, fall in love with a, a woman even if she didn't realise that she was gay. Yeah. Um, and Ruby, I don't know that Ruby has any particular thoughts on um, gay rights, but you would assume as a child she believes that... Uh, I'm sure she'd be all love for is, them. Love is universal. Yeah. <laughs> like a, a child can fall in love with a truck, so... <laughs> <laughs> everything's... Everything everything's goes. <laughs> Anything goes. Beth, Beth, I don't know. She's just annoying, isn't she? I th- I th- but that's I... not a no. I... That's not a sexual orientation. <laughs> no, it's a Coronation Street. If the writers choose that, any of them can swing whichever way you want, can't they? It doesn't they? really matter. Tracy. But, but um, yeah. So there's not. I don't think there's going to be much romance in this house. No, I don't think so. I think Yasmin and, and Ruby would get on really well. I think she'd take <laughs> her under her wing. Yeah, not not for romance. <laughs> no, as a couple, I think I think that Paul would have a problem. With it. <laughs> okay, fine. My last. Oh, that's it. Is it okay? My last group. Of, I've just put some some old timers like Ken, Rita, uh, old Audrey. Long timers, not old timers. Yeah. Because you've got people in this list who aren't old. People who have been in the show for a long time. Kevin and Sally, I put it together. I know that they have been a couple, but they're not at the moment. Audrey, oh, Gail and Audrey related. Yeah, I was... You've done a bad I've thing. done a bad list here. Ken... I basically just think it'd be nice to have an episode where, because they do this sometimes, don't they? Get the characters who've been on the show for a long time to sit around in a booth in the Rovers and chat, and this would be a whole episode made of people saying, oh, do you remember when such and such? Ken, Rita, Gail, Audrey, Kevin and Sally. Yes. So Ken and Rita were sort of in it in the 70s. Yeah. And then Gail and Audrey came in the late 70s. Okay, okay, well, Ken and Rita, yeah. And, Kevin and then and Kevin and Sally are 80s, 80s characters. Yeah. 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 They can all just talk about Corrie. Corrie old, and I think is a... Is it, is Gail it, is can a, do a... part of the 60th celebrations, then that would be, be quite fun, fun wouldn't to it? watch. Gail yeah. can do a few soliloquies, get some awards. Yes. Well, she can compete with Ken, can't they? Because he's, he's a good Award-winning soliloquiser. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, that, that's that's my quarantine lists. Um, I, st- I still think, as a viewer, I'd most like to see these the side characters get their own little spin-off. My, my Seb, Moira. Know, but... Not Seb, sorry. Gaddas, Moira, Dirk. Just to learn more about but you them. Say, don't and if they're not interesting by the end of that, then yeah, give them a boot. Yeah, get rid of them. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, they say never meet your heroes, Michael. Mm. You might find yourself... Regretting that wish, yeah. We don't know what skeletons lie in. We know Doctor Gaddis is a wild child. Oh, that totally is. Yeah, we've got a few um, readers, uh, sorry, listener suggestions for this, haven't we? Nancy suggested Michael, Nick, Ryan, Alia, Chesney, and Carla. I mean, I don't think many of these have given reasons why. So maybe, maybe Michael, Nick, Michael, Ryan, Nick, Ryan, Ryan Alia, Chesney, Carla. Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah. Um, Rebecca has said Carla, Michael, Tyrone, Eileen. Gemma and Amy. Again, no reasons. <laughs> Let you to figure that one out for yourself, listeners. Um, 
Andrew M has said, uh, Abby, Emma, Evelyn, Imran, Daniel and Jeff. We've got a few names coming up again and again, haven't we? Lots of people would like to see Emma in a house together and Evelyn's come up quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, because they're... This is the first mention for Imran, though. Yeah, I didn't put Imran in because he's not fun, annoying, nice, boring, grouchy <laughs> or funny. That's harsh. But he's all of those things, but none specifically, don't you think? Okay. Well, not annoying, necessarily. Yeah, okay. It can be boring because he's a lawyer and imagine when you get him chatting about anything to do with his job. About the nitty gritty. You might regret it in about five minutes. Yeah, okay. Right, that'll do for that question, I think. Let's move on to the next question. Gemma, did you read this first question or did I read it? I think... I think I, you, I read it, didn't I? Do you want to say oh, what the... to read this you, one. What's the second question? Erica asked, if Corrie were to do a time travel episode with any two characters to any era, past or future, which two would you pick and what year or era would they go to? Time travel episode of Coronation Street. Yes, please, I like the sound of that. As uh, a spin-off, as a, you know, as a... as a, 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 a could be a web episode, it could be a you know, Christmas special, it could just be a, a, a thing for the 60th anniversary... It could be um, dream sequence, but I like the idea of this. I do, you know, I do like a bit of Doctor Who myself, so I'm thinking, who would I stick in that TARDIS with the Doctor and where would he take them to? I just became aware, acutely aware, of my lack of knowledge about historical periods. Yeah, you texted me earlier this afternoon and said, what do you mean by... What have you taken it to mean by historical eras? And I said anything goes again. No, I was. I didn't know whether you meant in Coronation Street. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I, I said it could be. No, could, I didn't pick. Could be Corrie if you want to send somebody to the Tudor times. Just, if you want to send somebody to the Stone Age, like Kevin, which is where I think he came from. Sometimes, so uh-huh. let's let's send him back again. I just went with the most basic of children's historical. Like, if you were to make a children's TV show and you were to to set four episodes, because I've picked four groups. Um, where would you set them? And so I just picked the most... Like, mm. I haven't gone like, oh... Classic of the Roses British or... primary school history topics. Yeah, like if you had a colouring book and you had four pages and you wanted people to colour in yeah. for historical periods, what would you pick? Yeah. So you, you haven't gone any, like, within the Coronation Street history? Because I, I think it might be quite nice to have, say, Ken or Emily going back to... 1960, just to so they could see themselves, oh, or that would be could good. they give themselves advice? Oh, that's a lovely idea. Like to see where he's. I think Ken probably knows. I, I think out of the two of them, I, I think it might be. Yeah, it might be nicer for Emily to go back because I mean, if if it was Ken, he'd just be able to give himself some advice about stay away from, you know, Trollops. booze and women. Emily, I'd like her to see how far she's come because. Yeah, I know. I was thinking back in the early sixties, she was very, very different to yeah. how she is now and what we've most recently been watching in the in the late seventies, early eighties. She's really come out of her shell. Maybe she could, maybe she could be the um, the the monolith that kickstarts sixties Emily into growing what, a pair and going, trying to get after uh, Len- Len- yeah, Len- Len- Leonard Swindler. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think she would be a bit heartbroken because I don't think her her life ended up as she intended. I think that. Ken would be disappointed because he'd never his, he'd never realised his ambitions. Yeah, that'd, that'd, that'd probably, that's probably that's true actually. It would if Ken went back in time to see nineteen sixty. Ken, he'd probably just want to end it all there, wouldn't he? He's like, just what's the point of this then? <laughs> okay, I might have a, f- a nice string of birds on my uh, on my arm, a good load of notches on my bedpost by the time I get to the millennium. But 
Is that really what counts in life? And Emily would come back and say, like, oh, your husband dies and you don't have any kids. Yeah. So. Uh, maybe that wouldn't be so good. But you do get to go to Peru. Yeah. I don't know if that's something you're interested in now, but <laughs> believe you me, <laughs> it gets more interesting the longer you spend around here. Yeah, and you get to marry Norris. No, she didn't marry Norris. That's what we're talking about. No, I don't know. Freedom marriage. Oh, what's she do with Norris? Lives with him. Yeah, you get to live with Norris. I'll just tell me- Emily, watch out for... Um, accepting crotchety old men as your lodgers because you end up with Percy Sugden for, what, 15 years or so, <laughs> followed by Norris. Yeah, yeah the she lesson would like be to, not to Emily. I think she's a... Don't be so... Um, masochist. Don't be so generous. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that could be good. Or, or I'm thinking of other, like, time travel capers. And when I thought capers, I immediately went to Ogden's as well. So I'd, oh. I imagine that if I, if I went back to the 1970s or 80s or whatever and said and said to Hilda and Stan you could uh, travel to whenever you wanted to I imagine that they'd probably try and travel somewhere which would benefit them financially but it would, they'd come a cropper somehow and I know that we didn't have the, the National Lottery back then but, or, but they'd have the pools didn't they I suppose yeah. so maybe maybe we could take them on a time travelling romp to find out the results of the pools and then go back and then for whatever reason they, they, they don't actually win them they can go Into back to the Euro Millions instead of the National something Lottery something like yeah something like that and then they can all be there cock of the walk saying oh we've won what we're going to spend it on and then the episode ends with them thing you know it's another fine mess you got us into I have to say that we've we've watched Curry so now we're on the third batch of 80 episodes aren't we of yeah. historical third decade and so far we have seen two episodes in which people think they've won lots of money. I think they're, they're both Ogden's, actually. Yeah, I think so. Well, this is why I think that having a t- time travel is the natural next step for them. Well, I mean, it doesn't work just guessing, does it? So <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think if I, was to, if I was to pinpoint who would be the one to supply the... Um, the time travel machine it would definitely be eddie yates mm. oh yeah <laughs> hey guys look what i've just got through and made down the pub it looks like a washing machine it's the real deal that's what i swear it pull it off a man <laughs> right stand and be like can we can we can we use it to go to the pub and when it gets to closing time we just go back in time again and get yeah for another couple I mean, of hours and he would, ext- he would he'd get to closing time go back three hours and just do the night over and over and over and again all- it's actually how he'd spend his lottery money yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I mean, go on. You haven't told me any of yours yet. So, who have you got? What what period in in history would you send some characters back to? Well, I realised I said four historical periods. Yes. But actually, I don't mean three, because one is the future. I haven't got anyone to the future. Although I suppose the Ogdens and their lottery, um, you know, shenanigans would it's involve kind of a bit future, of forward travelling. For yeah. Um. I. I've got. I've chosen uh, the the future era of the future, which Just we any, don't any time. time in the future. We don't yeah, know non specific future. I can't tell you what specific era because it hasn't happened. Okay, go for so it. So maybe like the what's it going to be called after? Because like we're in the second Elizabethan age now, aren't we? What's it going to be? Um, Charles, Charles the Charlian. Yeah, what's know. it called when it's Charles in charge? The Stuarts. <laughs> it was last time anyway. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> the Windsors. Okay, so um, I'm going to send two people to the future yeah. and I'm going to drop them on a random street corner mm-hmm. and I'm going to see which one dies first. It's going to be Rini Bradshaw and Valerie Barlow, both of whom <laughs> came to sad, sticky ends they did because a bit, of accidental clumsiness. And, and now you're going to kill them all over again. I just want to see how Save they die. Save them from the Grim Reaper's yeah. scythe, just briefly, just so they can before... have some futuristic... Um, 
yeah. untimely Mishaps. accident. Yeah. Because there was a famous, um, like, Fortean case of a, of a man, of a strange Victorian gentleman who appeared on a street corner. I can't remember the details because obviously it's not a true story, but it's one of these urban legends. He sort of dressed in Victorian clothes and he appeared on a street corner in America somewhere, stepped into the road and immediately got run over by a car. Mm. So that's what I kind of imagine, like, one of them would be hit by a spaceship or something or <laughs> sucked into a transporter yeah. or, like vaporised by something yeah by like a taco stand or yeah I get it I get it yeah like it. alien inv- alien um, in- uh, abduction perhaps if Rini would be um, you know she'd be going on a hoverboard or a flying car or something or perhaps you could get a pole in the face I know that's time. what I'm thinking yeah and um, Valerie might just electrocute herself by touching something that she should oh everything's do. electric in the future yeah, isn't it yeah it, it was all good because we're not going to have wires anymore are we so electricity is probably going to be going through the air to yeah. charge your phone up and she'll be like licking batteries or something <laughs> I think so I think you're right <laughs> okay so future for those two um, I mean I've just got a few random other ones I mean I've got things like have you got anyone going to the Victorian times well I, I do. do I do have one I've got Simon and Peter going back to Victorian times because I think that Peter would make an awesome workhouse boss there and, and oh, would Simon be his urchin he would he'd totally be an urchin he'd be up that chimney and he wouldn't even need a brush he'd just use his hair no what I'd have Simon He's Clive got an him. unruly mop, but you can't make fun of children's hair. I have, I do not apologise for this. So, so yeah, I think that I think they might work well in Victorian. Have you got a Victorian era then? Well, I've got Jack the Ripper. Uh, yeah, I'm going to send Adam and Gary back in time to solve <gasps> oh, the mystery of who he, is even better. Send back Pat Phelan to be. Jack the Ripper. <laughs> he was never identified. We don't know who it was. No, could have been a time travelling Pat Phelan or Richard been. Hillman working together. I have to tell you though that the the modus operandi is very dissimilar to any murders that we've ever had on Coronation Street. I don't remember any of the of the great villains of Coronation Street eviscerating people and draping well, that's their That's how he's going to make sure that nobody knows shoulders. it's him. He's got to have a different MO, doesn't he? I don't he? think he needs to hide his identity. <laughs> I don't think anyone's considered a time traveller when it comes to solving the mystery of Jack the Ripper. But I wanted... Because I think that they're... I think they both think they're good detectives because we know we know Gary. I forgot what you said now because I got, I got Gary and Adam. Okay. Right, because we know that Gary solved the mystery of how to get into the safe by yeah. using the clues. Yeah. And we know that Adam's trying to work out what exactly happened to Rick. Mm. So I think these two, who are enemies at the moment, it might be fun if they went back in time, sort of maybe fell in love with Catherine Eddowes or something, and uh, tried to save that? her, one of the victims, okay. and uh, so I had to work out who. Well, tell you, better to send those two to try and solve the mystery of Jack the Ripper than sending any of the actual detectives on Coronation Street. McKinnon, <laughs> Abney, um, what's the other one that we had recently? Uh, who was it that... I've lo- I'm losing track of it. They're all, they're all rubbish. Who was that one? I don't know. Oh, I've forgotten what her name is. Oh, well. Yeah, OK, I like that. Any, anyone else? What? We, we don't have to take it in terms. Um, in, in terms, I mean. Uh... Okay, I, I'm going to send mm. Todd Grimshaw and Dennis Tanner to caveman times oh. to see who can use their cunning to become head of the tribe. Okay, because they're, they're both, both cunning and manipulative, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they're wily fellas. So I'm going to say it's going to be young Dennis Tanner mm. I'm sending back because otherwise it's not really fair. Yeah. Um, but I think that uh, they would 
not last that long. <laughs> but I think they would overestimate their skills. I'm assuming they can speak cavemanish. Well, that's why they'd made me need to take Kevin along as a translator, or Tim maybe. Tim and Kevin, yeah, they would they would be like, "What's? Did you just feel something weird happen? No, I didn't. What's different? Nothing." <laughs> Staring at a rock going, the TV is on the blink. This match is not as good as I thought it would be. Yeah. Go down go down to the um the river. As and long as so, the water's fermented slightly. And if somebody tries to steal your bird, you just punch them in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Any problem. Yeah. Punch it first and then if it's still there afterwards, start to engage the higher brain process if you've got one. Okay, here's my next one. I would like have I even got, oh yeah, I've got two people here. Fizz is gonna go back to Roman times and B Boudicca. Mm? Fizz. Mm, yeah. Well, <laughs> just because of the hair? Yeah. Well, she's she's feisty. She's Everybody fiery. Knows. I reckon that she might be a... She'd have a crack at you know, leading an Anglo-Saxon army. Anglo-Saxon army. Yeah. And I would take Evelyn with her just so that she can find out how the name is pronounced because we know that was Bade a bit of a... That was a debate on Curry a few weeks ago. I would so call she'd her Bade She'd just be there as a... What, to, just to, to explain what her name is? Yeah, she'd want to know. I think that if Evelyn... So what happens to the real Bodicea? No, there isn't one. It's just like flat oh. feeling going back and being... I, I'm not stepping on any butterflies here. I'm not changing the past by because sending my characters there. This is what happened. Fizz is going to go back in time and she's going to be tr- queen of the Iceni tribe. Yeah. And Evelyn's, yeah, as I say, going to be tagging along, find out how you pronounce it and go, I knew it, I knew it. Right, right. Mm. Okay. Well thought out. <laughs> Thanks. And I think that she'd make a great... She, she'd be a good wise military woman. commander as well. Oh, so she could be a wise woman. She could get, throw entrails on the fire and go, it says you will win. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I've got, um, oh, I've got Ken and Daniel going to go and see some Shakespeare. I don't know whether that'd be that interesting an episode, to be honest, but I'm sure they'd love it. I've got, um, oh, I thought that maybe we could send Jeff through time to various places and he can be um, horribly tortured at each stop place that he stops at. So he can be, he can, he can, you know, be absolutely. He can be stoned. He can be um, hung, drawn, and caught. Hung, drawn. Maybe that'd be the grand finale. Yeah. He could be dunked in a pond, burned as a as what a witch, that, something. That maybe. horrible bull that they, you put someone in and, and you set it on fire and they burn alive inside the bull. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, the, and the screams come out of its mouth. I think that lots of Coronation Street viewers at the moment are quite enjoying. Um, Jeff being tortured in multiple ways. Stick him in an Each iron one maiden. more grisly than the other. Yeah, yeah. Anyone else for you? I've only got one more. Oh, go on. I'm going to send Elsie and Carla back to medieval times. Why Elsie and Carla? That's because I would love to see Elsie and Carla together because Carla in her heyday and Elsie in her heyday were both kind of similar. You know, yeah. they're like unlucky with men. They're, they're feisty, they're fiery, they're quick-witted, they're domineering. Yeah. I mean, Elsie never had the professional success that... Um, that Carla had, mm. but perhaps if it had been a different era, she might have. So when had are you sending them to the medieval times? Medieval times to become witches. Uh huh. That's it. Okay. And, and try to avoid being burned at the stake. Okay. I wondered whether, like, whether if we were sent to send Carla back, or may I, uh, can you think of any characters, probably lady characters, who would like to have a bit of a time travelling adventure to just um, revel? in some historical fashions in some way. Like, Carla would probably quite like to go back to, you know, the 60s. I don't the... think Carla's into fashion. And she just no, shoes she and just bags. Wears, she just wears black all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Well, can you think of any characters that would 
that would um, enjoy... Well, we know that Sinead's life passion was fashion, wasn't it, when she oh, wanted yeah. to open that shop of vintage clothes. So anywhere... I think that she belo- I think that she is the result of a time-travelling yeah. um, expedition from the 60s Miami sometimes. <laughs> yeah. No, what's the other one? Gamma Garments. Gamma Garments. Yeah. Um, okay, because I think if you got a chance to go in a time machine, you'd quite like to go and you know, try on some clothes from the past. Why would I do that? You're I like, could go to a vintage like... clothes shop and do exactly that. Oh, you're no why fun. Would, why would I waste my, my time travelling <laughs> on going to find people's crusty old clothes? Look, this isn't a three wishes road. situation. It's not three trips and you're done. You 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 got the whole well, of time and do? space to well, what explore. What would you explore? I would like to go back to the dawn of man and look and see what the heck happened and watch them and see what people used to be like and how we people used to interact. I don't know where I would be. I think because... most of the time it wouldn't really behoove me to. Um, I when I imagine myself traveling in back in time, I do imagine myself being like a disembodied kind of ghost that watches things happen. Because like, like... I would not like to be involved in being attacked and so you'd like to you'd like to have a bit of an ebenezer scrooge time traveling experience where you can see what's going on but don't want to be raped don't want to be murdered don't want to be enslaved Mm. um i but i also sometimes find myself stressing out slightly about in the same way that i used to be worried about quicksand if i were to be sent back in time would i know enough to be able to use my um my current modern era knowledge to benefit myself and yeah. i think no because i don't even know how to how does the computer work would it, <laughs> how would i what would I, do i know anything of any use or would i just get burned as a witch i'd go back and i would just be tony warren and i would write down 60 years worth of coronation street stories that i got stored in my brain and say right make that now please just give me the money first and then i'll be set up for life what would happen is they'd ignore you the real tony Warren would come along and, and do what would normally happens and then Around 2020, in December, somebody would find a piece of paper in the back of a filing cabinet, open it up and go, bloody hell, everything that's ever happened is written down here. <laughs> but that makes sense because it does has already happened. I think it'd be quite cool to go back, you know, it, it, with my Coronation Street fan hat on to, to see the, the early days oh, I'd of love Coronation to watch. Street. I, mean, I feel I've already, in some ways, been through a Coronation Street time-travelling adventure yeah, this year just by going back and watching those old episodes on Definitely. DVD. But that has made me thirst for even more to actually go back and you know just just be there for the the filming yeah yeah definitely um, watch them all behind the scenes or when or when when tony warren's being kicked back and told no you can't make this game write some more biggles please we'd be there to say no you can do it tony go on go 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 for it go go gad go lad i would like to spy on oh yeah i would like to see what it was like to be a celebrity in in Korea at that era because it was crazy Mm. and now i'm on the second volume of um Pat Phoenix's autobiography. I'd actually quite like to follow her around a little bit and see her shenanigans. Mm. I wish I wish I could have met her. She was amazing. Yeah, if I, if I suppose, that would be quite fun to go back and meet all the. That'd be cool. All the, yeah, because we we get to meet lots of current Curry cast, but I don't think we're going to be meeting Pat Phoenix. I'm not going to meet uh, Pat Phoenix or, or Tony Warren. Soon. No, no. But if you went back in time, you'd have lots of spoilers about Coronation Street that you knew. Maybe go to the future. No. Mm. I, I just, don't really want to go to the future. I'm already going to the future. If I knew that I that, um, I had some horrible illness and I wasn't long left for the world, I might spend my remaining days 
just go into the future, like the very end of Coronation Street and just reading up everything that happened just so that I can die knowing what happens in the rest of Coronation Street. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, there's some things I want to know what happens before I die. <laughs> I get really mad if I died without knowing. I know. <laughs> <laughs> People but, go through this all the time. But I guess it's, <laughs> it's better to know you're going to die, have a time machine and go to the future, find out than it is to get to the world where we are reaching the end of Coronation mm. Street. You wouldn't there's, want to live through that. There's an inscription from a gravestone. His only regret was he didn't know how Coronation Street ended. Let's hope you... Um, that, that's relevant then. Yes, I hope so. Um, I'm just having a look at my list, see if I've got anything else. Um, uh, no, the only other thing that I've written is that maybe characters could go back and have their mind blown by meeting earlier versions of themselves, like current Nick or current Tracy, where they could go back to the 90s. I okay, quite like the idea you? of a nineties episode because I'm a bit of a nineties kid myself. Yeah, yeah, and just and just saying, "Blimey, look at those curtains!" Says Nick to his himself, and exactly. I don't know. That's not that's not well, a particularly interesting idea to end it on. I think. I think we. I think um, we've explored that pretty well. I wonder, do we have any? Do we have any suggestions from Nick? Not from Nick. From what did I say? I've just read the word Nick on the screen, yeah. so that just. Um, Nancy has said that Carla and Nick going back to 1976 would be fun and also Elsie and Beck going to 2018 oh yeah having having older characters come into the future having some some older land ladies I know know Elsie wasn't but coming to the future to see what the pub was like wouldn't it be funny to get Annie and Jack in to see what they thought of Jenny and Johnny She'd, that nobody would live up to their standards. I think she'd I be very impressed by the marble table in the back oh, in room. The, oh, yeah, I think, you, yeah, she'd maybe. She'd be a bit jealous about that, I think. Yeah, yeah, but then she'd take a, a look at it and see that it's just fake because that's what happened to us. And, yeah, uh, and she'd be like, where the hell's the select? She'd be a bit disappointed. What have you done with it? That's, that's a very good point, actually. <laughs> if Annie Walker came to future overs, then we, yeah. And she'd say, why did you move the dartboard? It was absolutely perfect where it was in front of why two Why have you doorways. switched the way that the way round the stairs are? yeah. Yeah. So many questions. Um, Rebecca has suggested that um, Ken and Peter could go back to episode one. Uh, Julie and Eileen, the 1960s. I see, and we need reasons, guys. Come on. Uh, oh, relevant to the current story, Carla and Peter, Rebecca says, going back to the 1960s-ish, whenever Johnny and Scott were friends. 1970s-ish. 1970s-ish, sorry, to find out the mystery of Scott. Because it doesn't look like Scott's going to be telling them anytime soon, and Johnny's stuck in France. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we are recording this on Thursday at the moment, so you never know. Maybe in tomorrow's episode, it's all going to we'll get blown everything. out. And we'll know everything about Scott, but yeah. Sometimes, if you've got a mystery, you just want to time travel to find out the answer because Ooh, people yeah. won't open up about it. Um, and then Andrew suggested, um, yeah, what would it be like to see Annie Walker's behind the bar oh, yeah. of the Rovers now? Yeah, interesting. So idea. he's he's imagining her just like going right, get out of the way, I'll do it. Let me show you how this is done. Yeah, yeah, be nice, wouldn't it? Oh, I'd love to have Annie back. Yeah, well, you can't. Right, I think we're done. Yeah, I hope I you hope that, enjoyed I hope that this. Judy and Erica, that answered your questions. questions thoroughly. I think we were pretty thorough. Yeah, we're always pretty thorough. And they <laughs> thorough always regret to they the asked. point of um, regret. Yeah, mind so, numbingness. Tedium. Tedium, yeah. Yeah, if you enjoyed this episode of mind numbing tedium, let us know. Write a review on iTunes. <laughs> so even in their moments of mind-numbing tedium, it's still five-star podcast. Yeah, definitely. And if you've got any suggestions for who you'd like to see in quarantine or ideas for a Coronation Street-themed time travel episode, please do write in and let us know. Conversation Street. At? Gmail.com. Correct. And Conversation Street, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, everywhere, except TikTok. Time travel Don't to where we TikTok. are. Don't download us. TikTok. 
Why not? Chinese government spies on you. I don't, I'll take fucking hell. Okay. No. Thanks for listening, everybody. And don't download Snapchat because it's baffling. Um, yeah, go, go, now go, go and listen go to and our main like episode now. if you haven't listened to it already. Yeah. I'm sure it's awesome. And if Off you have, pop. that's it for another week, I'm afraid. We'll be back next time for more Conversation Street goodness. Ta-ra for now from me, Michael, and her. Gemma. Oh, shut up, Michael. That's the new catchphrase. <laughs> Bye. Bye. The music for this episode came from podcastthemes.com. Bye.